Johnny Walker. <laughs> let's go with it. Try number two. Welcome. No, let's go with it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's good. Cool. Continue. Um, welcome, guys. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we've talked about this before, but I always try out like intros, you know, and Corey makes me laugh. I don't know why. I, I, I just, just stare at I you go in disappointment. For I just kind of, you know, I was going for like, hey, everybody, welcome to, you know, one of those, but yeah, uh, didn't work, so. Yeah, most of the time they don't work out. Yeah. If you have suggestions for Jeremy's intro, yeah, please, let me know. Please let us but, know. But uh, welcome, guys. Yeah, That's glad it. to be back. Off to say again. Um, how's it going? How you feeling? Feel good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I feel feel good. Um, good. <laughs> I can say a good one more time if you want. Uh, uh, today I was working on like uh, our schedule for the next few weeks for the business for like deliveries and whatnot, and it kind of had me a little bummed out. Like there's so many events, it's really really good. But um, oh, bummed out like you're gonna be busy. Dude, yeah, it's oh, okay. crazy. I think I'm bummed out like it's empty or something. No, just like long, long, long days. Like starting you know six seven in the morning, finishing at three or four a.m. Like yeah, super long days. So yeah, I just uh, want to get through it. But I'm good, really good. How about you? It's good, man. I'm good as well. Um, been super busy, continuing to be very busy. Um, I'm really tired right now as of this recording. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of cool stuff in the works. I'm excited for the stuff we're working on for Cultivate and Keep, as well as some other things that I've got going on. Um, work has been going good. Uh, yeah, I'm, re- I'm really excited for like to like just push like the rest of this like that to the end of the year you know i feel mm-hmm. like there's like a lot of stuff that has like kind of been building up and like now is like a really good time to like okay let's get this out the <clears> door let's push this to the finish line let's finish this thing um or like let's create this thing finally um so yeah i'm excited to like see how much more we can get done by december yeah i was thinking today on the way, on the way over here uh about doing our end of year review yeah, which, uh, I know. Seems Gosh. so weird, but I mean, it's already almost September. Well, when this comes out, it will be September. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude. Like bonkers. Like so crazy. That yeah. The year's already almost over. Even I mean, it I, is so crazy. I keep thinking about like, oh, like our end of year reviews coming up. Um. Mm. <clears throat> and even our mid year review, which we just did in you know July, already seems like forever ago. Mm-hmm. But was also crazy. I'm thinking about our our one year, uh, like cultivate and keep anniversary. Mm-hmm. So. Like our, we'll have to create some special episode or something because October first will officially be one year of doing the podcast published. Because um, last year we launched on September thirty first, this mm-hmm. year it lands on the first, but it's the next Tuesday that we'll release basically. Cool. Um, and that's crazy too. Yeah. Like, wow, I can't believe we've been at this for a year. And like, all right, what's the new? What's the new things? What are we doing? You know, what's what's in the works? How are we? I mean, improving? It, it honestly feels like a few months. Yeah, like really, it just feels. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but on the podcast news too, also I've been looking at the analytics, uh, and this, well, last month as of you hearing this, but this month in August, um, has been going really good and uh, like a 50% increase from last month, Mm -hmm. which was our best month ever. So, um, continuing to be surprised by how many people and who listens and the countries that people listen to, uh, it's been really cool. Listen from. Yeah. Listen from. Yeah. Yeah, the countries that people listen to us from. There we go. Mm. 
There it is. It's a stretch, but okay. It works. You know what? We'll just move on. Well, I was thinking about that earlier too, like all the listens, and um, I want to say like thank you. Like that's really cool. You know, yeah, like thank you guys. Um, I don't know. Like, when we record, I don't, I don't know about you. I don't even think about anyone listening to it. Like, not really. Probably isn't good. Yeah. Uh, I literally just like talk to you, right. and like, I kind of forget I have a microphone and whatever. Um, but I kind of remember like people do listen, and they hopefully it's helpful, and it you know hopefully adds to their life. So. Thank you for listening, and um, yeah, like, well, like, like we said a few weeks ago, but if you uh, have any questions or uh, shout-outs or anything you want us to talk about, feel free to email us or reach out, and uh, we would love to kind of expand what we do and what we talk about. Yeah, and for all the newbies out there <clears> who <throat> are just catching up on some of these later episodes, um, feel free to go back to the older ones. I'm sure, like, I mm-hmm. I haven't listened to any of the old episodes. I don't listen to any of them because I, I don't like listening mm-hmm. to myself. And also, I said it, so, like, why would I need to Dude, listen to it? so... Uh, I just listened to like part of one today for the first time. Really? I think when we first recorded, I listened to the first few and then I stopped. And so I don't think I listened to mm. anything in the past, probably the fourth like, episode. Yeah. And I did today for the first time. Oh, no. Honestly, like probably what, 10 months? Yeah. It was so weird. It was really <laughs> weird. Uh, but uh, this might sound really weird, but like sometimes we record and I kind of think to myself like, you know, did I say what I wanted to say? Like, was it, you know, mm. good? And today I listened to it and I was like, oh, it was better than I thought. Like, I think I thought we did an okay job. Yeah. So. Um, anyway, you should listen to a few of them. Just to I don't know. Well, I'm going to see how weird. long I can go without listening to them. I don't like it. I did, again, this is probably like my yeah. third one I've listened to. It was, it was weird. Yeah. Yeah, but it's crazy to me. Like, um, someone came to me the other day and we're like, oh, I just listened to, like, the episode with, like, so-and-so or whatever. And I was like, oh, wow, that was, like, one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, people are still going back and listening to all those. Yeah. And I think about how I listen to podcasts, too. I'm like, yeah. If I like podcasts, I go back to the beginning and then yeah. I like start and I just kind of like plow through it. Um, I've heard a couple of people doing that. So thank you guys for going back, for listening. Um, also, if you haven't, like go back and pick out some episodes because um, uh, there's a lot. I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast is like it's not just what's happening today, but like it's for forever. Yeah. Maybe um, our kids will, will listen one day. Maybe. Little Jeremy Jr. <laughs> is that what you name him? course yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you think connie would let me do that no probably not but I, I wouldn't want to yeah no. but cool man well what are we talking about today you tell me <laughs> <laughs> nice that's an uh an office reference for you there we go um I really what me. you tell me <laughs> it was this was your topic bro you oh that's right it was mine huh so you're i feel like you had more to say about before you before we started recording yeah um guess, but. but well i wanted to address a little bit Dude, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on in the world right now. Also, kind of the, you know, we've been switching up the topics a little bit. So, you know, sometimes we'll normally talk about maybe personal experiences, sometimes more like biblical topics or specific verses or passages. Um, but I'm a little bit kind of like in the weeds of like, I wouldn't say like political issues, but more like societal issues maybe. Um, and so this is one of them today talking about, uh, I don't want to like categorize or like name it, but like, I don't know, Christian celebrity culture or like public figures, Christian celebrities. I don't know, like basically Christians who are in the limelight or who have a lot of following or audience Mm -hmm. and how they do with that and Mm -hmm. what's been happening recently. So two that are top of mind are Joshua Harris and Clayton Jennings. Mm -hmm. Um, we should probably stop with those two because there's plenty to okay. go through with, with each of those. But um, basically, I just wanted to talk about each of them and what's happening. Like, I don't know. What do you do in response to it, too? 
Um, so you want me to catch you up on Joshua Harris? I can just give like a quick recap on yeah, what's going on with him. I also want to say like disclaimer, uh, what we're talking about it, you know, all of it may not be facts. A lot of it is kind of what, yeah. what we've come to know. And when, when I say we like just kind of the, like the public audience, like right. if you were to go research what you'd probably find. So, yeah. um, we haven't done may like, may not be fully true or, or accurate. Um, yeah. but yeah. Right. Coming, kind of coming out of the, out of the angle from like, what would the average person know? So like mm-hmm. we haven't looked at like a ton of like facts or cross-referenced or done any sort of journalistic research at all. So disclaimer, mm-hmm. we're, we probably don't know any more than you do, but that's kind of the whole point of it too. Um, so Joshua Harris, uh, is a Christian author. He wrote, I think it maybe it was like the early two thousands or late nineties. Again, don't quote me on this, but a book called I kiss dating goodbye. Um, I actually read it when I was in high school. So, one day, I think I was maybe a freshman or a sophomore, and I came home from school, and the book was just on my bedside table. And so I was like, oh, interesting. But I thought it was one of my mom's books. So I was like, hey, did like were you reading on my bed? Or like, is this yours? Maybe, I don't know, maybe someone like put it here on accident. And she was like, oh, no, I, th- I thought maybe you would like to read it or it might be interesting for you. Um, and so I was like, okay. I actually, and then I ended up reading it because I thought it was, you know, it was a really catchy title. And uh, basically he talks about um, courting over dating and how dating sets people up for divorce is kind of his whole theory. Uh, And while interesting, um, I I don't know how biblically founded it was. And it's, it was a very like controversial topic at the time, especially. And then three years ago, he sort of announced because now he's a, he's been a pastor. He was married, he had kids, et cetera. Three years ago, he announced that he sort of like, doesn't agree with what he wrote before and kind of like apologized in a way for the book. And then just two months ago here in 2019, um, he announced that him and his wife were getting uh, separated and intended to get a divorce. And then just fairly recently, shortly after that announced that he essentially no longer considers himself a Christian and um, also announced that also like kind of publicly apologized to the LGBTQ plus community um, for expressing views maybe that were, uh, hateful or full of bigotry, et cetera. Um, and there's been a lot of response to it, uh, sort of my whole impetus to it and, and how I came across was I saw an intro, uh, an article from Faithwire about, um, actually the, uh, the guy from Skillet, his response to it, cause he like posted this video and like was kind of just like ranting a little bit. John Cooper is his name. Um, and that like kind of went viral a little bit, but basically he was, he gave some thoughts, but anyways, that's, that's the background of Joshua Harris. Um, do you want me to talk about Clayton? Yeah, let's talk about Clayton. Okay. Um, so, uh, Corey wanted to talk about this, this topic. And so I was just kind of doing research on like other figures, you know, that are big and kind of what's going on. And I, I heard someone talk about Clayton Jennings a few months ago that something was happening. So I was looking into it. And I was fascinated what I found. I mean, I probably spent an hour just like reading stuff and watching videos, kind of like learning about it. Um, Clinton Jennings, from uh, what I understand, is uh, he was a pastor of a church, I believe, and he kind of got like more popular and like famous through his uh, like preaching style and through his spoken word. So he um, had, I think, he still has a pretty you know, good size uh, Instagram following, and he started posting these like spoken word videos, and then started making. Uh, he kind of grew his YouTube channel, and that's kind of how he got popular. And uh, he came to Foothills, I want to say three years ago, um, two or three years Somewhere ago, he came uh, and spoke at Future Quest, which is one of our uh, 
like youth conferences over, over the summertime. And so I've heard him speak. I've seen him in person. And uh, from my understanding, like he's kind of always had like a good reputation. Like he hasn't done anything too crazy. Um, long story short, um, from what I've researched and from what is on the internet, uh, basically some things came out that he uh, has had, I think it's uh, six to eight like inappropriate uh, relationships with uh, like girls at his church. Um, over the past, like, you know, I think five to eight years that he's been a pastor. Hmm. Um, so a few of them were kind of before he was uh, married. So he was single for a good portion of his like fame. Uh, so as he was preaching and traveling, like, he was single. And so apparently, apparently, like during that time, he had a few like inappropriate uh, relationships. And then even after being married, I believe he confessed to committing adultery a few times on a few separate occasions. Um, so it's kind of been like what's come out. And uh, th- I think the, like, the bigger part of the story is like, kind of how he has responded to this, which I think is what we want to talk about. Mm. Um, but basically, you know, he's been posting a lot of like pretty absurd, like crazy videos uh, like on YouTube, on Instagram, anywhere on the Internet where he's essentially like going after those people that are calling him out. So uh, like these people that um, are basically saying, hey, like, you know, Clayton, you know, did X, Y and Z to me or, or whatever happened. Uh, he's kind of saying like, he's basically giving himself a defense and like putting all the people on blast, like making all their stuff public and sharing all the stuff. And it's been pretty like hostile. Like if you watch some of the videos, he's like really aggressive in the way he speaks and he uses, he's using a lot of profanity and um, it's kind of it, like in, in a nutshell, but it's, it's sad. Like it's crazy to see this guy. Like I was showing Corey the video and he just, he looks like he's like lost weight and he kind of just looks like unhealthy. Um, it's really weird. Like it's uh it's kind of sad. It's kind of like a bummer, but yeah, a little bit out of character from what you would normally see yeah. from him. Uh, <clears throat> but anyway, that's kind of like both of these guys in a nutshell. And I don't know. We kind of wanted to like talk about like, you know, you have like these famous people that have something that me and you don't have. They have, um, they have like, they have a, uh, what's the word? Like a platform. They have, you know, audience, they have like a Dude, public famous. Come on. Yeah, that. <laughs> but they like, they reach a lot of people. When I say you and me, I mean, I mean no, like I everyday people. Definitely like not they, famous. they reach a lot of people. And I think what we want to talk about is like, if you have, if you're in that kind of situation, like how does that work? Like, what can you do? Like, what are the do's and don'ts, I guess. And then what about these guys that like have that and clearly like aren't managing it well. And yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. One of the things I just thought about was, I'm going to butcher it, but basically the verse where Jesus talks about um, kind of like warning a little bit of like, hey dude, like if, if you make someone, if you make a brother stumble, like it's on you a little bit. And like, it's not just like a, oh, whoops, sorry. It's like you have, you know, there could be like some eternal consequences a little bit. Um, and it makes me think a little bit, you know, just about like the world that we live in and social media you know the audience like just the ability to get like a mass following like it's un i mean i don't i don't think people really know the level of influence and actual like reach that they have and how like crazy that that is and how much higher that that basically how much responsibility that puts on their shoulders um and so the reason why i mean yeah the reason i want to talk about it is because it's like one how do you how do you respond to something like this? And like, how do you, what kind of lens do you see this through? But also too, like, what should they be doing? You know, like how, how should you be handling all this kind of reach and responsibility? When you say respond, you mean like if, if you're like a, if you're like a follower of these people, like how, we, yeah. like now that like this person you've like followed, looked up to, like this uh, comes out, like how do you react? Right. Like, I mean, so starting with Joshua Harris, right. There was a lot of people who he had like a very 
dogmatic book of like, this is right and this is wrong. You shouldn't date. Dating is evil. You should court and build friendships and go straight from friendship to marriage. And it was like very like opinionated uh, kind of piece that he put out there. And a lot of people bought into it and a lot of people were influenced. A lot of people did it that way. And then he announced, he renounced it. Right. And so he was like, I was wrong. I don't agree with this anymore. And so like, what about all the people who like followed him and trusted him and like used his, his advice? And what does that mean for them? Like, how would they feel? I read it. I didn't like follow it really. I, I didn't really, um, there wasn't like a lot that came from it for me, but even then, I mean, it's disappointing, right? I mean, I think either one of these, it's always so disappointing when like someone that you trusted, especially if they're like kind of famous and that you look up to then goes and says that they were wrong or that the advice they gave you, uh, wasn't actually right. You know, it's like you kind of feel a little bit betrayed like you would mm-hmm. if it was a friend, right? Yeah. When I was thinking, I was thinking about, um, even like not famous people, people that we know, uh, I think it like we probably can relate more to like, I don't know, like small group leaders you had growing up or like people in like, you know, your church that have like fallen away. Yeah. Like I know several, I'm sure you do too. Um, and like those listening, like, I think that's probably easier, easier to relate to. Um, but yeah, I think you feel betrayed. You feel like, I think it causes doubt, like kind of rethinking what you were taught or learned from that, from that, uh, person. Um, I don't, like, I don't think it means that everything they taught you or said is like not true. I think, right. I think a lot of it is just like everyone's kind of on a journey. Everyone is like figuring out and kind of working through their life. And it's like a bummer. And it's like sad to see people like renounce their faith and kind of say this isn't true. Um, but I think that doesn't discount what they taught. It doesn't discount, you know, what Joshua Harris taught, you know? Yeah. But what <coughs> about, so these are actually two good examples because Joshua Harris really didn't do anything wrong. He just, fell away and renounced his faith. Mm-hmm. Clayton, on the other hand, um, did apparently a lot of things wrong. And as far as my knowledge, hasn't really like renounced his faith or hasn't really said like, I'm walking away from the faith. I could be wrong on that, but they're two very different situations, but mm-hmm. both influential, uh, people in, in the Christian kind of sphere. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, how do you respond? How do you, how do you respond to each one of those? Right. One, was a Christian and um, walks away, but didn't really do anything wrong. The other did a lot of things wrong, but now is walking away. Like they're two very different cases and you have to treat them the same or differently. Like how, how do you look at each one of those situations? Well, man, I think that, uh, I think you have to look at each situation like, in itself. Like I don't, I don't think like what, what may apply for Clinton probably won't apply for Joshua. Like I think they're going to be separate. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's hard because I, for me, okay, with these two situations, I didn't have not really followed either of them. Have you followed Joshua? It sounds like you kind of have a little bit. Not really. No. But you, you're familiar with him to some extent. Yeah. I mean, so, I read his book. So, so do like, you have what has gone through your mind like when you heard this? Have you felt like I don't know? Did you feel like shook at all? Did you feel like you had all these doubts? Like, what were your thoughts when you found out about him? I think I was just sad initially. Like, you, okay, you know. Um, for both of them, I, I, tr- I try always not to be like angry because it's like, it's like you said, we're all human beings. I think that's something super important to, to realize and like to remember is like, no one is perfect. And I think that's maybe even some of the cause of all of this is that we put people up on a pedestal and then we make them like God and holier than us and somehow more capable to live, um, a holy righteous life when in reality they're no more capable than any mm-hmm. of us. Um, and I think I was just sad for him 
like uh one it's doing a lot of harm to the church and a lot of he's confusing a lot of people um but two like he's obviously battled a lot of stuff and now so much longer right now he feels the need to finally walk away and like mm-hmm. you can't be like mad at him like there has to be grace for everyone so i think it was just really sad you know i'm glad you said that about uh, like not placing them on like a pedestal because i was going to mention that like i think that's part of the issue like you're going to experience a lot of like letdown and disappointment if these people are like are, are are like god to you or like if you i don't know if you look to them in in like with so much admiration and like respect like well, they're human. Like they're probably going to make a mistake at some point, whether it's extreme right. or not. Um, and like in these cases, they're making extreme uh, like turnarounds and like big mistakes. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they are high up in your life, then yeah, you're going to experience a lot of disappointment. Um, I don't know the reference or really the context. I'm probably butchering it, but there's some verse about like uh, talks about that. It talks about like putting your faith and hope in man. Like you know, you will experience disappointment, yeah. and it's going to let you down. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, so with Clayton, when you, when you told me, I mean, I had no idea. I haven't followed him, but also like, I feel like I would have heard about it by now with some of the things that I follow. But anyways, um, honestly, one of the first thoughts that I had was like, not that it's not surprising, but I always felt like he had like this larger than life persona. And like, there had to be something Mm -hmm. else, like more real going on because it sort of seemed like his life was perfect. He's like has it all together. Everything's going great. And he kind of like talks and acts like, um, I don't know, like he has it all together and mm-hmm. a little bit like, uh, Cinderella story almost like for a guy. Um, and I don't know, maybe with like, I don't want to like stereotype him in some way, but it just seemed like he was, um, culturally influenced. I don't know. Like with the way he was, like he was trying to impress people. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, well, so uh, today I was watching like a video of his. I like got the part of it. It's like a 50 minute long video. I think I watched like maybe seven minutes. Um, but he was doing a Facebook Facebook live video, and he basically what he did was he kind of went through and like uh, addressed and then like kind of confessed to like each accusation against him what he was doing, and uh, in the beginning. When I, when I hit play, it was basically like him kind of restarting a video, and what he was saying was he was like, "This is the." the fourth time whatever I'm putting this video on Facebook live and they keep cutting me off and take and like, and uh, taking it down because they're flagging it. Mm. He was like, well, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep going back and back and back. And you know what? I, actually, I'm not going to start telling my story until I have at least 5,000 viewers on this video. And then he starts upping it. He goes, ah, 6,000, ah, seven. I, th- I think he settles like 8,000 people. What's crazy is within like two minutes he had it. And then he started talking, mm. um, if he was being honest, but, um, what I thought was interesting was it's kind of like you were saying, like he, it, it kind of felt he was like, what's the word, being like fueled off of like the, um, the audience and like yeah. people wanting to hear his story made him like want to share, which I feel like if I was in a spot like him or yeah, I mean like that, I would be like in a cave, like I would be like, don't talk to <laughs> right. me, I'd be like super shamed. embarrassed and ashamed, and he's like has no problem just like talking about it, you know, mm. and so yeah. yeah, to your point, I think for him it was like he he enjoyed that like culture he enjoyed like the fame i guess you would say yeah i mean i think i think back to a couple of the other pastors who have made mistakes you know whether it's through infidelity or through um i don't know some some other you know crime or thing that they did wrong maybe something that they they said that wasn't right um 
and for the most part, I, I felt, you know, pretty ha- like the, the, at least other Christians were very understanding of like, okay, their response has been very humble. They're very regretful. Um, they have to confess it. They have admitted it. They're getting help, right? Or like they've, you know, they're working through it privately. Um, his response, though, has been like a little bit disturbing because one, he's been very public about everything, um, but also he's been like really like vengeful. I mean, in the video that you showed me, he was calling out a couple yeah. people, very aggressive, and saying like, come at me, like, I don't know, basically like fight me mm-hmm. or like I will find you or like, uh, like you, what do you say? Like you've opened up something or like basically like you put yourself out there. Like now I'm going to come like get you and like, you're going to, you're going to pay for it. Yeah. And it's like, dude, where, where is the humility? Like, do you not feel any shame? Do you not feel any, like, I don't know. I, I think about the verse, right. Where it says like, um, vengeance is the Lord's, you know, and like, he's trying to take his own vengeance right now. Like he's mad. He's trying to justify himself. He's trying to, uh, to make amends. And if anything, it's just very like reflective of where his heart's probably at right now, which is like, he's scared and angry that he's put out there for all the world and he's been exposed. And instead of going to God with it and instead of being humbled and instead of, um, releasing that and just owning up to it and saying, God, take care of it. You know, he was like, you know, why'd you have to come out and why'd you have to say this? And, you know, now that you've yeah, done this, like you could, you, could he said leave, like, leave us alone. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, you could have left me and my family like out of this, but like, instead you chose to, to, you know, bring this out to mm-hmm. the world. Um, and yeah, it just seemed like a very worldly response, which is disappointing. So, um, like where do we go with this? Like the, yeah. you know, like, I guess what's the point of, of talking about this? I think that God has obviously a plan for everything and that he works all things together for his good and God's going to be glorified through this in some way. And a couple of the ways that I think is, um, to be honest, I think that there's been like an over emphasis and like love and infatuation with Christian celebrities and people yeah, and people, yeah. And people in general, even if it's pastors, right. Um, there's sort of a, like a, I have, I've always had like a weird feeling about like how highly people place certain pastors in their lives, which of course, like you should hold your pastor in high esteem, but also you, you shouldn't treat them like a celebrity or like a Mm -hmm. rock show or like a, you know, where it's like very over emotional. Um, so I feel like it's kind of God slapping these people around and like, Hey, wake up church. Like, look at me, not at these pastors, like not at, you know, these cool people who seem to have it all together and, you know, use flashy words and make cool videos. It's like, focus your attention on me. Um, and the second part too is like, like I said, don't hold these people in high esteem. It's, it's so difficult. I think like we want to hold people to a higher standard and they should to God, but we can't hold them to, to that higher standard. Like I can't feel betrayed when someone you know has has made a mistake and like like you said i you know i met i met clayton jennings i listened to all of his messages and i thought he was a cool nice guy but i'm not gonna be like clayton dude what the heck like why did you do that like as if it had anything to do with me like like i said that's his life he's got to figure that with god he's a human being he's gonna make mistakes so i'm not gonna pretend like one i'm better than him um but also like i'm gonna pray for him i'm gonna be empathetic i'm going to 
um, I'm going to ask for God to really take over his life and his heart. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, like, just remembering kind of like what we said in, in the beginning, um, that, like, they're people, they're human, and, um, like, yeah, they were, uh, like, placed in a place in, like, a position of influence and uh, given a voice, but at the same time, like, they're just like me and you, and so, yeah. I don't know, I think, like, we have a lot of friends, we, we know people that have made similar mistakes, and so, you know, why should someone who's famous, like, get more, like, critici- criticism than someone who isn't famous, like, yeah. um, everyone's kind of figuring figuring this out so yeah. that doesn't justify it but it's i guess understanding that you know so yeah i mean <laughs> have some grace you know like the last thing that either of these guys need to hear is like how dare you mm-hmm. or like what the heck dude or like you're gonna pay for this or you know what are you doing you're, you're you know you're not living your life the right way it's like hey i want you to know i love you and i pray for you and i'm sorry and this sucks but i'm here for you you know we as a community or as a following I want to support you and we want ultimately, um, for God's will, you know, for God to overtake your heart and, um, and for you to be, be made right with God too. Um, maybe that's a better response, right? Than like angry Facebook comments, like the Clinton, I always knew he was bum or like, <laughs> how dare you? Or like, I always knew the book was crap. It's really not edifying at all. Um, all right. Uh, anything else on this? No, I mean, love to hear your thoughts on it um i think the lesson is like yeah again don't hold people in places where they shouldn't be and also have grace for people have a lot of grace for people because we need a lot of grace and um these people are people at the end of the day the three points yeah go Shit. for it dude you're out dude oh, you're the closer Trevor i'm the closer okay put me in coach here i go unless the next one do you want to intro Maybe. I mean, maybe I can close. Let's do that. Let's do that next time. Okay, look out for us next time. So three things really quickly. One is if you're interested in a 52-week long devotional and journal, Jeremy and I are thinking about putting something together. And so if you're interested in that, go to cultivateandkeep.com slash journal. We'd love to keep you in the loop, ask you some questions, uh, and help us with developing the product as well. Also working on a close, tight-knit community and um, little, you know, place basically to get some practical resources for life and manhood and, um, you know, things like finances, devotions, how to read, uh, how to learn, you know, other, other places where you can go to get some practical life tips, um, and as well as get us some accountability and some, and some community, some community there too. So if you're interested in that, go to cultivateandkeep.com slash community. And finally, if you want some cultivate and keep merch, hats, shirts, hoodies, etc. Go to when you're talking, you're like moving your hand. Slash like, merch. What? It helps me, dude. You got to get into it. I'll tell you. All right. Peace. Peace. Peace.